Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thanks so very much for tuning in on this Sunday evening. What a blessing to be together. I appreciate you so very much. And a lot of things to share with you, so stay with me, please, for this Sunday evening. An interesting, interesting question, and of course the answer from God's Word, is what would I do if I was kidnapped? Now, we have a lot of that going on in in America. Uh, it's not even strange right here to our area of the southwest Virginia, East Tennessee uh, young ladies suddenly disappearing has happened in the past uh, couple of months. And I thought about what's going on in Israel and how that they they know there's over 200 hostages, 200 dear ones kidnapped uh, by the terrorist group. And what would I do if I was kidnapped? Uh, what would I do if my loved ones were kidnapped or missing? And does the Bible have an answer? Well, of course it does. It has an answer for all of life's questions. And so I'm going to take you to a passage that tells us what a fellow did who was, in essence, kidnapped. Uh, He was held hostage, we might say, but definitely kidnapped. And I'll talk to you about that in just a moment. First of all, let me remind you of some important things happening here at Antioch. Uh, on November the 12th, on that Sunday afternoon, I want you to come and be with us for a special time of worship and praise. Phil Cross and Poet Voices will be with us on Sunday afternoon, November the 12th, 5 p.m. Now, we've designed it that way so that uh, many of our sister churches can come on and be part of this worship experience and then attend their services on Sunday evening. Uh, I think that's earlier than nearly all of our sister churches begin their services. They can get in a good time of worship and praise and enjoy the great uh, singing and and enjoy the great songwriting of Phil Cross and the singing of the poet voices. You'll want to be here Sunday, November the 12th at 5 p.m. So please mark your calendars for that. On your way to your church, swing by here, enjoy a great time of worship, and just the fellowship and the worship will be worth everything. Now, there's no cost, there's no tickets, love offering will be taken, and we certainly are looking forward to you being there. Now, let me mention also that on our website, AntiochBristol.com, are many ways to connect with us. You can go to our podcast platforms. There's many uh, areas or podcast platforms you can reach our podcast and this program as well as our daily programs uh, that are issued each day are on podcast as well. So you'll be able to pull up all of the information for an entire week. Enjoy the podcast daily. Enjoy the podcasts on the Sunday evenings as we're having and enjoying right now just being with you 
And so we're definitely excited uh, that you would go there to our website, find all this information. You can also live stream uh, our services or rather view our services that have been live streamed uh, here Sunday morning, Sunday night. So you're able to do that from our website as well. So again, that's AntiochBristol.com, AntiochBristol.com. Now, let me say one more thing here real quickly because it's so very important, and that is that uh, many churches are standing bold and coming together supporting the nation of Israel. And, of course, our church is definitely one of those. And there's a great opportunity, Ralph Sexton Ministries. They had a special service on this past Wednesday, the 26th of October, 25th of October, this past Wednesday. And it was a wonderful worship experience, plus a time of supporting Israel in prayer, financial support to buy ambulances and to help the EMS services there in Israel. And you can make contributions. Just look up ralphsextonministries.com and click on the Pray for Israel and you'll be able to see all the avenues possible that you can be a part of helping Israel with their emergency medical service and uh, by ambulances. Man, they really need them in these days. So just encourage you to take this opportunity, and you can give, and you can support with prayer, and there's just so many ways through that ministry. Also, uh, Pastor Josh is informing me of ways through Southwest Radio Ministries that they'll be doing Uh, some things to help Israel in just a special way as well. So all of these are definitely worthy of your consideration and your support. So please keep that in mind. All right, now let's jump over here to where someone was kidnapped or held hostage. And what did they do? What would you do? What would I do? Well, I've had the answer. Well, you don't know till you get in that situation. Well, that's true. But you can know what you could do if you know someone's been there and done that and God brought them out victoriously. So that's where I'm headed right now. Psalm 56 is where we're going. Psalm 56. And what's happened here is, is David has been taken by the Philistines and he's in Gath. And we could easily say that the guy's kidnapped. Um, and he says, here's what happened to me. Here's what I did. First of all, we see his prayer. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresses me. Do you see that? He said, God, do you see the situation here? Man is swallowing me up. Man is is after me every day. Man, they're they they want to kill me. They want everything I have. They want to extinguish me. And he fighting daily oppresses me. And then he goes on telling the Lord uh, in verse two, mine enemies would daily daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me. O thou most high. And I think one of the first things you would do and that I would do, that I do when I'm in problems and troubles, and that is to be so open and honest and transparent with God and let him know, Lord, here is the situation. Now, David, it helps him to feel 
so much closer to God that he's talking to him in such a transparent way. And and you and I can. Uh, God is in us. You as a believer, God dwells in you. So absolutely, without question, you can talk to him like he's sitting across the table from you. And that that's a good way to remember that. You talk to him just like he's sitting across the table from you. Had a dear man that I was his pastor. He's in heaven now. But uh, when he would go to his little uh, prayer shack, he called it, a little room that he'd built specifically, or a little building specifically outside to pray in. When he'd go in there, he would set a chair across from him, and he would talk to the Lord. And that is so very uh, dear, I call it, and it's so very good. It reminds you and I, as David did here, uh, God, I, I need mercy. Men would swallow me up. God, they oppress me. Lord, they're out there every day fighting against me. O thou most high. And by the way, the way he refers to the Lord here, the way David is speaking here, is he knows that God is the most high God, the ruler over all authority, over all gods and kings and kingdoms and principalities and powers, that he is the most high God over every order, over everything. And he tells God, Lord, I I know that you're in control. And so then, listen at the answer I think God impressed his heart with and encouraged him with. In verse 3, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Now there he gets the assurance of protection. And in God, I will praise his word. Now, fear comes. Certainly, if you were a hostage, as David's situation, fear would be there. But you don't have to be a hostage. Some people are held hostage by fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, Paul tells us, but of power and of love, authority and love, and a sound mind or serious, uh, a mind that understands, a mind that is enlightened. He gives us that kind of power and not the spirit of fear. And, of course, David didn't know this at that time from Paul, but David did know it because God was encouraging him and letting him know, what time I am afraid I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. How wonderful these verses are. First, he has the assurance of God's protection. He says, whenever I'm afraid, fear comes, I'll trust in you. I will praise his word. Praise the promises of the word of God. Literally, in God, he says, he's praising the God that's made the promises in his word. And so, this in turn increases his faith. This in turn diminishes his fear. And he says, I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. So he has the assurance of protection. He has the assurance of the word of God and the promises of God's word. It's increased his faith. It has uh, depleted a lot of the fear that's in him. And these are things that David as a hostage was doing every day. He said, they rest my words. Here's, here's what they're doing, Lord. Every day, 
Uh, they are misrepresenting the truth, to say it in a kind way. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. And so David is again telling the Lord, Lord, you see what they're doing. Doesn't this sound like a modern-day description of the armies that's surrounding Israel right now? Sure does. It sounds like a modern-day description of what the terrorists are doing in Hezbollah and Hamas, or Hamas uh, and even the, the terrorists sponsored by Iran, the terrorists sponsored by Syria, uh, all of these folks all around Israel every day says they're, they're watching my steps. They're looking for me to fall any time. Shall they escape by iniquity? And thine anger cast down his people, O God? No, they won't escape. And David knew that God was with him. He knew that he had the protection of God. What time I'm afraid, I'll trust in thee. And I have the assurance of his word. I'm going to praise his word. I'm going to praise the promises of his word. Someone says that there's some difference between trust and faith. Faith is when you actively are pursuing God, is the way they described it. And trust is when you do not know what to do, but you're just falling in the arms of Jesus and letting go and letting God. And that's a good that's a good analogy there, good comparison, I think. I do believe trust and faith uh, are very, very similar, even the same thing at times and could be used interchangeably. But I love the thought that the trust is that when you do not know what to do, you just fall in the arms of Jesus. You're going to trust in the greatness of God. You're going to trust in the mighty promises of God's Word. Your faith is increased. For faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And faith increases, fears decrease, and our confidence in God increases. So we see David as a hostage, says, Hey, I've got the assurance of, of protection. I have the assurance of God's promises. He's God. He is Elohim, the covenant-keeping God. By the way, is that title? The promise-keeping God. He's not going to ever, ever, ever not keep His promise. Hey, if you're joining us now, we're looking at a hostage view from a hostage, David, in Psalm 56, and his view of God and how he was sustained through all of this. So as the assurance of the protection of God, he has the assurance of the promises of God. Notice in verse number 8. Now, he is a hostage. He's telling us what's going on in his soul. He says, Lord, thou tellest my wonderings. Put thou my tears into thy bottles. Are they not in thy book? So the tears are in a bottle, and they're also in a book. Is written down that God has recorded this. This is so precious, folks, to every one of us, no matter who we are, what we're going through. Uh, if, if particularly there's a tremendous um, trial in your life at this time, as David in a hostage situation, he's not free from tears. Uh, thou tellest my wanderings. He's not free from all of the 
uh, the attacks in his mind and all that's going on. Maybe if I'd done this different or done that different or uh, should I've should I've went there or do this or Lord my my wonderings. Uh, it's like I'm just uh, without purpose or focus. God, uh, Lord, you know my wonderings, and dear Lord, you also know my tears. Not only do you know them, Lord, I believe you have them in a bottle of remembrance. I believe you have them in a book of remembrance. He's un- He understands God so well, and he knows his God so well that he knows God has not forgotten him in his hostage situation. One thing I've heard people who have uh, been uh, kidnapped, uh, I've read where they said they felt like there was a time very strongly that they were forgotten. No one's looking for me. No one is trying to help. No one cares. They felt forgotten and forsaken. But David knows, no, no, that's that's not the case. Lord, you know my wonderings. Uh, you know even these thoughts that come to my mind. Lord, you've got my tears in your bottle. You haven't forgotten me. You haven't forsaken me. And Lord, they're in your book of remembrance as well. In your book, you've got it all written down. Uh, in in our day, uh, we might say, Lord, you've got a video of everything that I've said. Not only that, you know inwardly what's going on. So here, he has an assurance of God's guidance, an assurance of God remembering him. Lord, you're going to guide me through my wanderings, but Lord, you're going to remember you've not forgotten me. You haven't forsaken me. My tears are in thy bottle. Lord, uh, they're in thy book. You've written these things down. Uh, I thought about how a new baby in the home that I know my wife, and as our children were born, and she would have a baby book for each one. And each one, she would write down the first of things uh, that they did and uh, write down the date and uh, when they first did this and first did that. Uh, even, I think, uh, a lock of hair for their first haircut, and these things like that. Never, ever, ever, ever forgetting. Never not remembering. And David is so full of blessing and assurance here of God's guidance, of that God remembers. And he's a hostage situation here. And in verse number 9, When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. Oh, my goodness. What a wonderful statement there. God is for me. He has the assurance of the presence of God. He has already begun, as we began the psalm, he had the assurance of God's protection. I will not be afraid. What time I'm afraid, I'm going to trust in you. And so he has assurance of protection. He has the assurance of the promises of God's word. He has the assurance of, of God's guidance and during his wanderings. Uh, he has the assurance that God remembers. Oh, I'm telling you over and over again, he has the assurance. And then he has the assurance of God's pre- presence. This I know for God is for me. In God will I praise His Word. In the Lord I will praise His Word. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid. 
what man can do unto me. He's obeying and praising the Word of God. And we're looking at the question is, what would I do in a kidnapped situation? If I was kidnapped or those I love are, or in a hostage situation, as is currently happening there with uh, Israel and Hamas. So uh, what would I do? Well, we have a first-hand account, Psalm 56, when David was kidnapped. And we're learning some great things there. I'm so grateful you joined us here. And don't forget, we're on here every Sunday evening at uh, this same time. And we certainly appreciate your being there. And contact us through our website, AntiochBristol.com. My co-host, Pastor Josh, and I will certainly respond any way you need to contact us, AntiochBristol.com. And you can find out ways to connect with us. Also, our podcast and all that's available, all that information is on our website. Well, let's go back now real quickly. Psalm 56, we're down in the last verses. We've seen already of the assurance of God to David. David is taken captive by Gath, by the Philistines at Gath. And he gives a completely great, uh, I say, analysis of his feelings and his prayer and what he's doing. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresses me. I love his transparency. And we've seen that David has been assured of the protection of God. What time I'm afraid, I will trust in thee. He's assured of the power of God's word. In verse uh, In these verses here, I will praise his word. Verse number four. Verse 10 and 11. He's assured of the mighty power of God's word and the promises of God. And then he's assured of the presence of God. I like that in verse number nine, which we've just seen. Then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. Aren't you glad that uh, God is for you? He's always for us. He's always working for our good and for his glory. Our Lord never stops loving us. He will continually love us. And David is, can I say, resting in these assurances, the assurance of God's guidance. Lord, my wonderings, put my my tears into your bottle. Are they not in thy book? We've talked about that already as the assurance that God remembers that he's not forgotten or forsaken. And that's one of the big fears that people who have been kidnapped or in a hostage situation Many fears they have, but one of the major ones that I've read after is that they thought they were forgotten. No one cares. No one's looking for me. No one even knows what's going on and what a fear that is. But we see God has an answer here. I love verse number 11, Psalm 56, verse 11. He says, In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. In God will I praise his word, verse 10 says. In the Lord will I praise his word. David is continually reminding himself that the promises of God, and God Elohim is the covenant-keeping God, the promise-keeping God. He is constantly reminded here and reminding himself, I'm going to praise his word. I'm going to hold to his promises. In the Lord, Jehovah, 
I will praise his word. This, these two great titles tells us of, of David's complete understanding of how great this God is and that he is trusting his greatness, his goodness, the power of his word, promises to never fail. And in verse number 12, Thy vows are upon me, O God. I will render praise unto thee. Lord, I'm not going to lose my confidence. I am constantly reminding myself of your greatness, your goodness. I'm reminding myself of the power of your word. I'm reminding myself, God, that you cannot fail. I love that. And then in verse 13, Thou hast delivered my soul from death. Will not thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of of the living? David said, Lord, you're going to keep me from falling. You are there. You've delivered me. You know, think about this. David has experienced what could have been sudden death and should have been for any human. He defeated the lion and the bear, defeated Goliath. And, I mean, these were impossible. And he says, God, in the past you've delivered me from death. And surely you're going to deliver me now, my feet from falling. He's not worried as much about, I think, his um, physical death as he is that he might fail God in this. And so in this hostage situation, in this kidnapping that David experiences, he is reminding himself, God, you've done it before. You have delivered me, and I know you're going to keep me from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. I am going to be a testimony to others of how great you are. Now, the little book of Jude uh, says almost the same words. And Jude is written for our time. It's written for a time that we are in. It's in the days of apostasy, right before the second coming of the Lord. And Jude says, unto him who is able to keep you from falling. Now, He's able to keep you from falling. David said, he's able to keep me from falling. And Jude says the same thing. Lord, you're able unto him who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless. I love that. Present you faultless before him. And that's this same God. Aren't you glad you love him? You know him. Praise his holy name. And in these days when there are many things that the devil can use to put fear in our hearts and to, can I say, actually kidnap us in our minds, even if we're not kidnapped physically, to hold us hostage with fear and hold us hostage with uh, the what-ifs in life. Uh, in those times, let us remember the same thing David reminded was reminded of by God when he prayed. He had the assurance that God was going to guide him in his wanderings, had the assurance that God remembers and had not forgotten him and nor forsaken him. He had the assurance of the presence of God. If he says, this I know for God is for me. Hallelujah. In God, if I put my trust, I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. He had the assurance of the presence of God, the protection of God, the promises of God, the guidance of God, the memory of God to not forget him, 
in this time. How wonderful this is. Well, listen, it's been a joy to have you with me and allow me to be with you. Again, visit our website, AntiochBristol.com, and you can learn much more about us. We're thrilled you're here, and we look forward to being with you again next week. God bless you, and keep you safe. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at AntiochBristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us, and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.